When building a Molotov cocktail, uh, don't think of it as just a bomb. Be creative, express yourself. Put a little bit of yourself in each one. But remember, kids, safety first. Okay, let's get started. Take an empty milk bottle, fill it full with gasoline. Stuff a gas-soaked rag into the mouth of the box. You talk the top, and presto! <laughs> you're gonna have a fun-filled night ahead of you. Believe me, you're gonna be the life of the party with this little goodie. Be safe, kids, and have a blast! <laughs> Super Balls Podcast, get it on, uh, impromptu, Tuesday night, everybody. See, how do you think of this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so, this uh, podcast we're having tonight, Ladies and Cats, um, is sort of not planned 100%. At all, it was very... Very impromptu, but nonetheless, pretty awesome, uh, and I wanted to start with talking about some of the things that have been going on with the website and whatnot. Um, I, I think first I'll address the last podcast. We had a very, I think, a very good one. I think so. It's very, very good. Uh, had a little shouty at times. A, 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 little, a little shouty, but I think <laughs> we, we I think that's what happens when you have a bunch of people in, in beer. So uh, lots of beer. Uh, so that happened all. It was great. We had uh, Mike and Kristen, who are our dear, dear friends, uh, and Jimmy, who was a great co-host. He's coming back. We're having another podcast on Friday, so you can go ahead and call in. Uh, we're going to try and have it at 8 o'clock. It's probably like 8 to 10 will be the main podcast time for all you kids out there that want to call in. Uh, I also want to comment on Satan, who called in. Uh, if you have not heard the clips of the voicemails that he has left, go and listen to those, because they're pretty, pretty good and funny. Um, and actually, uh, we love you, Satan. Satan's awesome, and uh, we might have him on the show soon. So, look forward to that. He might be in the show Friday. Although I understand it's not really Satan. I understand that that might be someone who sounds just like Satan, and it was Armistice. Oh, uh, we're ju- we jumped. We, we're judgmental. But here's the thing, though. Stereotype voice. Yeah, but he doesn't. He called. He left us voicemails. He didn't give us a name. That's his fault, then. It is. So uh, I've been. Uh, hitting him up a little bit and we're going to have him on the show so by the way if you do leave us voicemails if you do write in there may be a chance you do get on the podcast in one form or another so uh, look forward to that uh, other than that um, we've been getting a few emails talking about politics a little bit to be honest with you politics when I'm reading about that stuff by myself it's kind of boring to me and uh, <laughs> when I read about stuff that makes me angry instead of taking that route sometimes I just become very apathetic so uh, I don't read everything and just, uh, you know, kind of, kind of whatever. So uh, if you do send us emails that I think would be interesting, I'll post them on the blog. Um, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear things about topics you want us to cover. If you like guests that were on the show, you want them to come back. If you'd like to address our guests. If you want to, um, you know, if you want us to do anything, we're, we're open to some suggestions all the time. We so. need them. We do. Uh, okay, so wanted to talk about some uh, hosting and stuff. Um, we've been hosting with SoundCloud, as most of you may have known that have gone to that website. They're, they're a good website. Um, they're very, very solid. However, the problem is that uh, when I first sort of signed up for them, it was because I thought that they hosted, pod, hosted podcasts natively, and they're able to, sort of. They have a beta program for it. In order to, to sort of put the wheels in motion for that, you have to fill out a form, which I did. And they haven't gotten back to me for like two weeks. So I may need to move the actual host of the audio files to a different server. And I think I'm boring cat. It's going over her head. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so, over my head. I think it's just... It's just boring. Okay, it's, it's over my te- head. Te- okay. Technical <laughs> and boring. But we do want to thank you. Uh, last time I checked... With combined listens on the website and SoundCloud, everywhere our podcasts are. Last time I checked, we were getting close to 500, creeping up on 500 listens. And hits to the website are very high in the thousands 
thank you Canada because that's where Google Analytics is telling me we're getting our hits from uh, so thank you very much we'd like to hear what you have to say Canada as a nation as a nation and uh, we'd love to hear you know your take on issues that we talk about and maybe some that we haven't so um, great uh, so uh, without further ado we're going to get into the content for the night, but I did want to address all those things and say thank you so much, uh, and uh, we look forward to having you as listeners, but uh, I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about tonight was the penny. Yeah, the penny. The penny. Uh, Canada, if you haven't heard, has gotten rid of their penny altogether, and that is a decision that I think is a brilliant one, and at first, you know, I'll admit it, I had no idea why they did it. I had no idea it could be done. Uh, and I, and as an American, I've thought myself about getting rid of the American penny. It's come up and talked before over the years, and I've always felt that uh, while for nostalgia value, I think we should keep it. Um, <laughs> I I do see how they're pretty much worthless. What do you think? I think that well, I mean they're definitely worthless. Like as we talked about before, it costs more to make and cast a penny then the yep. penny i mean a cent is yes. not that much yeah so <laughs> i think i think it, i think it takes nearly i think it was i think this the actual number was 1.7 cents yeah to make one cent and of course the other problem then is the nickel if you want to take that route not saying that nickels are totally worthless but they're getting close to it with inflation and uh to make a nickel it's i think 9.8 cents to make one nickel. So if you use the logic of the penny, we're losing so much more money on the nickel. And um, what's also part of this sort of talk is when, you know, something about if you're doing something, counting your change or, or, or following or being active with pennies and nickels, that is time that you could be doing making money. And there's a word for it. I'll address it in the actual blog post. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it turns out that that time is, is worth more than the penny or the nickel. Plus, the penny sucks. Right. It's ugly. It's, it is ugly. They're bacteria <laughs> traps. Yeah. Seriously, they're, just, they're like... Those ridges, man? Yeah. They're, they're, made to, <laughs> they're made to just absorb the dirtiest amounts of grime that we have to offer. I don't know. Doctors say it's amazing that we're not... Considering how fantastically dirty all you know even paper money is oh, yeah it's like amazing that we're not all like retching constantly yeah and, and i you know Definitely i've Ill. i've thought about it uh, i've thought about what it would be like to have a nation where it's all electronic money you figure you eliminate a lot of illegal crimes right off the bat you don't have prostitution really because everything is on paper everything is and while one of the biggest things I value about paper money is the privacy of it. I do see how beneficial it could be when we're not minting million. We're using millions of dollars to mint money. You know. Uh, <laughs> so, um, is there anything else you want to add to this? I'm curious as to how Canada, how that came about in Canada, or a boot okay. in Canada. A boot. Did did the gov was that like a governmental thing? Did did the people rise up and say like? We're sick of the penny. You know, I've never known any... We're sick of the loony and the toony. <laughs> I've never known any confrontational Canadians. Um, but I guess I haven't either. I, I know them to be a passionate people, though. But who did it? Like, who made this decision? Oh, I think it, at some point it is the government's decision if they well, did I mean, it. Uh, but who knows? It, it, I don't know. Did they vote on that? Was that, like, the Prop 8 of Canada? Let's find out. I don't even know if they vote on things. I just, <laughs> yeah. I thought they did just... Did the Queen say, I like, thought, I thought, I'm tired of the penny away with it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they just put a dog in charge, and the dog, like, they put, like, their possible decisions of what they want in different, like, bowls of dog treats, whichever one the dog goes to, like, oh, we're going to put the Queen of England on our money. It's like the manatees writing Family Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. That, that's Canada. So that was... No, I'm just kidding, Canada. I, oh. I know we're, I know I probably just uh, got rid of all our listeners. No, not, not at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you guys probably have uh, a very, you know, given this example, plus several more reasons to love Canada, but, you know, just this example alone shows that you guys are probably a lot smarter than us in I'm that respect. I'm just thinking of you guys as a bunch of manatees. Yeah. 
And just uh, joking, I work with a Canadian. She's very lovely. <laughs> she is. She's very lovely. She talks funny though. She says things like pasta. It's not really? pasta. It's pasta. It's Mario, not Mario. Oh, I've heard that. They Tom- do that in the UK too. Tomorrow. 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 Oh, I'll get it for you tomorrow. Do you ever just mess around like it's like when does this do and then you make her say tomorrow no she usually just it just comes out it's just everyday words are just different cool cool so what else you got I sound like a what I don't even like America Canada so don't I'm sorry I think um (laughs) you know in this country of America that we live in there's so much to not like and I'm I'm currently really angry and frustrated that our image with the rest of the world is the way it is because if you kind of like pay attention to what things are said online the internet have you ever seen the movie wall e the yes Disney movie? i have seen that movie do you it know the humans sad. you know the humans in that movie that's how the rest of the world views america just fat fat lazy watching television watching television and driven by corporate and machines food. And, and, fast and, food. and fast food and you know what I'm not saying that they're right, but I'm not saying they're wrong either, because while that's true of a lot of people, that's not true of everyone. And I feel like uh, this generation of, of you know young adults now is probably going to be the first generation to deviate from that, because I know, like, maybe not my parents, but my parents' generation is just full of people who just ruined everything. If you even look at, like, the age of the politicians in their generation... They subscribe to a very different culture than what we're doing now, or what we're trying to be a part of now, and it's getting really hard. And I, I again, I don't want to make this into too much of a political thing, but uh, I really do think that something needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. Something big, and I don't know what that's going to be. A lot of us are just content to sit back. You know, you know, guys. I think what we really need to plan for is uh, what I've been planning for a long time. And that is the zombie apocalypse. Well, I mean, that goes without saying, Frank. Yeah, I'm actually the uh, the leader of the DuPage County Zombie Resistance Coalition. Uh, <laughs> Why am I not a member of this? Because I don't live in DuPage County. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, li- I don't live in DuPage County either anymore either. Uh, but <laughs> should probably step down. Yeah, I, I probably should step down. Um, you, your response time is. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I don't really keep up with the group because I originally made it on MySpace, and now I don't even use MySpace. But it's interesting because I got contacted by three different people about it, all telling me one of them wanted to put my organism. Horrible thing I've ever seen. I don't. I've never what seen that, that before. Lucy. You want to describe what's going on for the listeners? No. You want, you want me to cut it out? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, um, I got contacted <laughs> for that group. Got contacted by three people. One man said that he wanted to put the name of my group or possibly the name of my group into a movie where they're kind of going to mention it. Another person wanted to mention it in my book as sort of... Um, Wait, in your book? Or no, no, not in my book, in, in his, his book. book. Okay. I'm sorry. He wanted to mention it in his book, c- citing it as an example of uh, sort of like a, a source of people are really getting together behind it. And, uh, you know, I think... I don't even think it's going to happen, but I'd love it to happen. <laughs> I'd really love there to be some zombies. And I, I, I think it would be awesome. My industry is, first of all, I'd be the first dead. I mean, get that person on a table, what what do you do when they wake up? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd imagine that you'd, like, they'd call you and you'd be dealing with them, and, you, and they're calling you to say they're dead, and they are, but they're actually alive. Well, no, I'm talking about I'm going to embalm somebody. Maybe I just picked up this <laughs> person who recently expired and... Expired. Yeah. <laughs> Passed, recently passed away, yeah. to put it softly for all of you Americans who have this terrible delusion of death, unlike every other country in the world. Why don't you talk about that? That's, I, that's I, I could talk about that. Cool, because um, I don't think zombies are going far. Why? I gotta, why? We, could, we could talk about zombies, but I'm, I'm interested in what you were just talking about this delusion. So, all other countries except death, I think, um, as a a constant and as an inevitable thing, which okay. it is both of those. Yes. Without a doubt, everyone everyone will die. Will die. Yes. You don't know when you're gonna die. And that I think death used to be like a joyous thing. Like people were passing on, like they lived their life 
it was a good thing. And somehow, in America, this fear was brought around everything. What's happening after we die? And I think that question is what makes, you know, death so scary. You don't, what, what do they say? You, you don't, fear is the unknown. Like, that, you fear the unknown. Oh, yeah. Um, or, like, fear the unknown or fear what you don't understand. Right. It's great. And um, in a, every other country, death is just is embraced and, like, looked at as a positive thing. And but that, in America here... And you know what's interesting, too? Just not to cut you off or anything. No, please go. Um, we're living in a country where we're growing... And, and we're, we're going in a direction where there's more and more deviation from the church. And we're getting more and more atheists... And yet, I think a lot of people are very frightened of death. I'm frightened of death. Not me. And it's not so much the dying and it's, it's the when is it going to happen. And it's the am I like doing everything I can now while I'm living and breathing and able to. That's what I'm scared of, okay. I guess. So, um, But in America now, we've built this whole industry on death that I, I'll disagree, I disagree with a lot of it. I don't know how I, you know how it happened or why it happened and it's ironic because I'm I mean that is a huge part of my oh, life yeah. You oh know? yeah yeah definitely but we expect you are the expert here you know we think that we have to have these huge elaborate funerals for people and we have to spend all this money and people constantly will go in to view their loved ones for the first time after they've passed away they've been embalmed they've been cosmetized yeah. they've been dressed and casketed and they they come out and they say well can you make him have more of a smile on his face <laughs> And I want to be like, you do realize that this person is dead. Yeah. You know? Like, you have to accept this. You have to accept it. You just oh, have yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. And I... people want them to look like they're alive. So do you do it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't do you, have a choice. How does that ha- How do you do that? How do I make it? How do you make someone who's passed smile Oh, you bit? want the trade secrets. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. We don't have to go into our uncharted waters. I don't mean, I just don't know. That, I think, would really bother some people if I got into that aspect yeah okay of it. cool we won't I mean if you want to hear about it by all means like it, if you I, have questions right I think what the better answer here is if you want to hear more about that or you have a specific question yeah write in privately and we'll, we'll send you a private answer or I, I mean if enough people want to hear about it and it's nothing too outrageous outrageous for me to speak about it I mean I'm pretty anonymous on here yeah and I, I think I, and and it's I I think it honestly People need to know. Yeah. You know what also, though, too, is to be considered is I think if somebody wants to find something out, you just YouTube it. And yeah. Everything's up on there. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, but even do. those, a lot of facts from even my research that I did before I went to Mortuary College, the things that I learned from the YouTube <laughs> were flawed. They were skewed. They, they were right. YouTube is always like that. I think... And, I mean, everything is. People don't know it's, yeah, it is such a secret. YouTube is such a topic on its own. People have asked... Do you cut off their legs? Is that why you can't see their legs in the casket? We're just weird questions. No, you obviously don't. And I obviously have never cut off anybody's legs in my life. What would you do with them? I don't know. Stilts? Eat them. Stilts. Cannibalism. Homemade, homemade stilts. Cat food. <laughs> That's how I feed my cat. <laughs> stilts Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. But hold on, I had one more thing to say. I just don't understand why we feel like we have to make death this terrible thing. Because it's it's not, I don't know why it's viewed viewed as such a tragedy. I think circumstances yeah. surrounding death are can be a tragedy. I think the things that have pissed me off most about funerals in general have always been. I'll give you an example. Uh, when someone dies and that person is an atheist, why is there always that person in the family that's like, oh, we got to give them the Catholic ceremony? I'm feel I'm I'm praying for their soul. And it's like. If this person, if that clearly wasn't in their wish to do that, and and by the way, it's sometimes it's directly s- saying, "Hey, I don't want this." Why does that always come up as a huge issue? What do you do about that? I think people would feel, especially, um, like devout Catholics would feel, first of all, terribly guilty for not praying for this person's soul. Right. They feel like that's their duty to so, save people, to try and save people. But is it not already too late once they've already been dead for a while, or? Well, yeah, I mean. And can you not pray and, and practice prayer for this person outside of a funeral ceremony? Well, and that's like saying, is it, if I'm on my deathbed and all of a sudden I decide that I believe in God, Yeah. most likely it's because I'm afraid because I'm going to die, and yeah. I don't want 
Yeah, I don't want to believe there's nothing afterwards, but right, I so also don't want to go to hell. Cover your bases. So I cover ask it. for absolution. And right? that doesn't. I don't think that works if it's out of fear, right? That doesn't work. Well, I think, uh, I think, people who are believers would agree that I think it's very circumstantial, and it depends on the person, depends on their circumstance, and I don't think you can make a one uh, sort of scenario. Like uh, one of the things that I sort of, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about religion in the last podcast. And the one thing I'd like to, you know, I didn't outwardly disagree or whatever at that time, but one of the things I'd like to point out is I think most topics in religion, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because I think I'm more agnostic than anything else right now, um, I think most topics and most scenarios where you say, oh, well, this is going to happen or that's going to happen, I don't, I don't think it's like that at all. I think it's very circumstantial. I think it's very tailored to, okay, well, this happened throughout your life. You did this. And it's going to be you, you know? I don't think the, the rules are followed that much where, uh, okay, well, this happened. Oh, okay, well, now you're going to hell. Like, I don't think it's like that at all. So, so you're talking about, like, you're not talking about just the afterlife is tailored to each person. You're talking about... No, I'm, I'm just talking I about, mean, in general, like, if somebody, you know, to bring it back to what we're talking you about. You don't think that there's, like, a concrete set of rules. I don't. I guess is what you're saying. Like, I don't. the Bible. And I think the Bible is an attempt to sort of give us an idea of the rules, but I think the rules are made up by us. I think the rules are subjective, and the Bible is more of a guideline. I, I believe... But, I mean, there are some pretty straightforward things in the Bible. I agree with you, but, again, the Bible never necessarily says you have to do anything. The Bible says, do this if you want to go to heaven or do Frank, this if you want to Frank, in the last podcast, you did admit that you never read the Bible. That's true, but I know what it has inside of it because you can't you can't live your life and not hear about it all the time. That's true. And uh, I was just you. and the reason I haven't read a lot of the Bible, if at any at all, because I mean I've picked one up before. They've been around. <laughs> I've never seen a Bible before. No, I've before. seen them. They're I've been to church. You know, I grew up in a Catholic family. I've gone whatever. I've gone to Catholic school. But what I'm saying is, you pick up a Bible. It was written so long ago. You need someone to interpret those things for you, unless you're a genius and you haven't read it before. Uh, so <laughs> what I'm saying is, even if you read it and you read a passage and it says something, you're if you really want to understand it, you're going to have help and you're going to become some kind of expert in it when you ask someone, please explain this to me. Or if you're really interested... You ask several people, what does this mean? What do you get from it? You know, And seven different people are going to tell you seven different things about the same passage, even if they all agree on a common meaning, which is crazy. So what I'm saying is, growing up, I may not have read the Bible, but I've definitely gotten lessons from it. Uh-huh. And that's what I like to take back. What I don't like to take back from it is uh, sort of the circular argument of do this or else. That's what I hate. That's what's destroying the Bible. It's not like... I think atheists do less to destroy the Bible than somebody who's, like, telling you to live your life. Like a really strict interpretation. Yeah, like a strict interpretation. It's like, oh, we're going to change laws to be like this. We're going to put you in jail if you don't do this. Or if you do this, we're going to put you in jail because of the Bible. I don't think it's supposed to be that way. Because, like it or not, I think... When people talk about quote unquote Isn't the Bible, that religious persecution anyway. Yeah, so I think I think the people who sort of promote the Bible that way and, and they're very strict and you know obviously we got some politicians like that right now. I really do believe that uh, they might think they're doing the right thing, but the problem is that for as strong as they are for religion, they're only strong for one religion. <laughs> And it's not the only religion in the world, you know? So, uh, honestly, I do think that at some point you can be a religious person, and that's great. But I do believe that you should be able to not impose that on other people. And that sucks because it's something that the Bible kind of teaches you to do a little bit. Well, you're supposed to spread the word of God. Yeah, but I'm, you should do it in a way where it's welcome, though. And that's where these people are, are are mistaken because, you know, it doesn't do anyone any good to sort of go into 
you know, if they're running for office, they go into a town, they talk about God, that's fine, but it, it, you know, they make people like me, who went from being Catholic, believing in God, you know, 110%, and I hear these people, I see what they're doing to the identity of religion, as far as Christianity goes, and they've pushed me into being an agnostic, because... You know, I, I really don't believe that a lot of the things that they talk about can be real, are real, because they now are claiming to be representative of something I don't want to be a part of. So I think it's a big part of that. I mean, obviously there's other stuff for me personally, but, you know, I just, I don't know. I think that I respect atheists sometimes more, you know? The, the people I have the most respect for are religious people who hold their ground and yet do it in a way that's not offensive, that they don't try and impose on others, they don't try and rub it in anyone's face, they don't try, I mean, they try and change the world, but they try and change the world and make it a better place for those who want that, the people who are going to church and want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? There's a channel on TV for it, you want to watch that channel, that's fine. Take take back the good stuff, but, um, you know, so I think that it's a thought that we weren't able to get across. I wasn't able to get across last podcast, and it's fine. But I think it's cool that we brought it up this time. Yeah. It's a touchy subject, I think. It is, it is, it for is. Everyone, it's, I mean. it's hard. It's hard for someone to talk about what they believe. It's hard for, for somebody to talk about religion. Honestly, the way I'm, the, where I'm at right now in my own personal life, and this is kind of, it's kind of serious for our lighthearted podcast, but... Um, yeah, this has got... It's gotten pretty deep. <laughs> but I, I think on the whole... I don't think I would be an atheist if I didn't think that uh, at some point in time when humans were created or something was created that evolved into humans, I don't think that was an accident. That's just me. The Big Bang, the Big Bang, scientifically and all that stuff that happened, I don't think that was an accident. I don't think that's just probability. At that very basic level, I don't think that was statistics. I think something happened where something chose to do something and we were created. That's just me. And at the very root of it, that's where I stand. So, But it doesn't have to be a god. Well, I, we I do it. believe that there's a bigger being. I don't believe it's God, the male. Like I don't believe you can personify God. I don't think you can. Well, I mean, God, did he personify himself when you look at as Jesus? Well, that's true if you believe everything in the Bible, which I honestly, I don't. Good for you. I, I really don't, uh, and I, I think that if the Bible were be to writ- to be written today, like let's say the things that happened during biblical times happened today, because they could theoretically, um, I think it would be written a lot differently. Yeah. I don't. Th- I mean, language obviously would be a big thing, um, but I think it'd be a lot different. And honestly, uh, it it it'd be really crazy because when I think about it right now, if there were to be a Jesus figure now. Right. Uh, let's say Jesus had never happened, but we're in a society right now, and we're, you know, or let's say, let's say even better. Let's say we're we're at where we are literally right now, and now there's a Jesus, or there's the second coming of Jesus. How many people do you know, like this Rick Santorum and, and all these people that are just crazy nuts? How many people do you know are going to accept accept this person? He get per- persecuted more now than he did back oh, back absolutely. in the day. Like so, like nobody would believe him. What He'd the fuck? Be... <laughs> Where, where's your faith? I mean, look at all the people who have claimed to be religious prophets in our... Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Look at as mad. Yeah, it's it's just... It's out of control with, with some of that stuff. You know, and that's why I shy away from it. You know, it's, it's easier just to not think about it. And it's easier just to go about your day. Because, you know, right now I'm saying this, and, and my goal is not to really be outspoken about it, you know? I don't really want other people to believe what I want to believe. I want other people to experience their lives make an informed judgment on what they want to believe is the truth. That's what I would like. Some of these people out there, though, want to study whatever they want their whole life, and then they're like, oh, this is how it is, and you're stupid if you don't believe it. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So, want to talk about zombies further? <laughs> I think we kind of got away from that. I mean, oh, Jesus is a zombie. He is. Definitely uh, the, the, the biggest, most popular zombie ever. I mean, it is the Easter season. The biggest funeral of the year. <laughs> Jesus is. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Easter was the day he was resurrected. I thought he yeah, had actually I, died before Easter. He died on Maundy Thursday. Oh, no, he died on 
Beginning of Lent, That's, Good Friday. No, no, he right? died on no Lent's been going on. No, I'm I'm saying though he died. He because he died on Friday. He died on Good Friday, and the first Friday of Lent, and then he gets resurrected on it. No, Fri- Lent's been happening. No, Lent's no, been... I know it's currently been happening. Oh. But the reason we have Lent is I thought Lent was a period of time to represent the time that he had already died but had not been resurrected. Or risen or zombie. I think he died on Good Friday. Cool. That's what I that's my guess. Can we get anybody that knows something about religion to write in and let us know? Anybody at all? Because I don't know. What do you gotta do? What do you wanna talk about? You wanna talk about cats? I generally want to talk about cats. Cool. So I think we're going to segue into cats. Well, no, that's a bad idea. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Why? We shouldn't talk about cats. Nobody wants to hear about my cats. Everybody wants to hear about your cats. Don't well, be silly. that may be true. Everybody wants to hear about this Huey Lewis. Hubert. Uh, Hubert Lewis. Hunang in China, this is called. Are, are you really still looking that up? Yeah, I just got to know. Okay, so the Last Supper was on Thursday. And then Good and then Friday. Good Friday, instead. and then Jesus cool. rose. And on Saturday is when the temple came down of the Jews. Yeah, the Jews. Yeah. Speaking of Jews, let's talk about Huey. Huey, you're not a Jew. I did dress up Huey Lewis for Halloween one year. I put a little yarmulke on him, and his name was Jewy Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> which is terrible and horrible, but it was also very funny because he looked cute. If you, if you guys would like a picture... Please write into the Super Balls cast. Yes, please. We will post that picture. We can just post a picture of Huey on there. Yeah, I guess. I like to get people involved, though. Um, all right, and then I also wanted to mention, before we get too far into cats, before we even go in that direction, <laughs> we would love to do a podcast coming up. We mentioned it before. We're going to do a beer cast. Okay, I would love to do that. We're going to get a day that Mr. Chris is available. Uh, it would be a very We're going to get a day that it's his that. he's for sure going to be off and ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that can happen. Well, he's done with school in like 5 weeks or something. 5 weeks? Yeah. I need beer now. <laughs> I know. Well, if we we would have to do it on a weekend that I'm off and he's off and he's here, which could be any time, I guess. It might have to be a Saturday. What's he doing on this Saturday? This Saturday, well, we're going to a party on Saturday. <laughs> don't throw my table I, over. I just flipped over the table because <laughs> there's no beer cast. It'll um, happen. He's a busy guy. He works full time. He goes to school no, full time. No, we're all busy people. And he has beer to drink, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I I think we're gonna do whole podcast dedicated to beer, and I'd like to actually give Chris a good strong at least twenty thirty minutes just to talk about him just himself talking about beer while I'm drinking it. Yeah, like talking about. Like, just the drinking of just, beer? Just give the, me... Just everything? Give me, like, ten beer. minutes history. Give us ten minutes of what we're drinking. Give us ten minutes of what he likes to personally talk about. So should we, like, pick a style and, like, go into that style? Sure. Let, actually, we should, uh... Let, you want to call him right now? <laughs> no, he's studying right now. He has an exam tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> when you get a chance, text him. Uh-huh. Tell him he's got 30 minutes. And okay. ask him what kind of goods he's going to bring to us. Oh, he can bring the goods. I tell you he can that. Bring those goods, yeah. Yeah, yeah, about that. You can't yeah. have any though. Well, um, I, I figure we're all gonna get together with beer, and uh, we're gonna we're probably gonna drink some beers that are good beers, and we're probably gonna drink some Miller Lights or Coors. Yeah, we to should, contrast or just some PBR. I'll have Chris, I'll have him bring some homebrew. He can like talk about. That'd be great. Um, and then uh, maybe I mean we'll invite Ask Dave, Dave from Ask Dave, but yeah, well he might show up if there's beer involved. Well, he would have shown up for craft, every other podcast. Craft beer, oh, yeah. craft beer. We can maybe he's is he still doing craft beer himself? I, I guess. I don't know. If he is, he should bring some of that shit. Yeah. I know he brought some to uh, John's podcast, John's place once, and we uh, drank it with uh, with Felix a little bit. We tried it. I didn't like it. it tasted like tree bark. It just tasted like uh, chocolate tree bark. Well, you could just have an unrefined palate. That's true. My palate is very unrefined because I, I honestly don't like a lot of beers that I drink. It's like stuffed grape leaves, Frank. It's growing you. Uh, yeah, that's true. And you know what? Honestly, I would have to say that uh, I'm one of the people who, before 21, I never drank at all. And then after I hit 21, I was not ever a beer person until uh, I would say maybe three years ago. 
was when I really like started. Hey, let's drink beer and like think about it and and have fun with it. So yeah. before that, I'd just drink like whatever, and it all tastes the same. And sometimes I would taste a beer like fat tire, and I'd be like, "What is this shit in a bottle?" <laughs> <laughs> well, but now, essentially. but but now I lo- I do like that beer. Uh, but I'd like to find out more, so that's why we're going to do oh, this. Oh, there's so much more out there than Fast Hire. I can't wait. Frank, you're going to be so happy. I will be so happy, and uh, I just can't wait. We're going to buy some beers and talk about them. Like, that's, it's the beer cast, everybody. Beer cast. Beer cast. It's, it'll be so fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, if you guys would like to uh, sort of be callers to the beer cast, that'd be awesome. If you have anything to contribute, please write into the podcast, superballspodcast at gmail.com. And we'd be happy to uh, maybe mention you, talk about it, or if you have something awesome, maybe we'll, we'll arrange to call you and, uh, you know, we'll talk about it then. That'd be cool. If you have any questions, if you're, you know, if you're, like, I'm not necessarily foreign to beer, but I am definitely not an expert. If you're someone like me, you have a specific question for Chris, who is a, what's his title, brewer? Well, he's a home brewer. Home brewer? Yeah, and beer enthusiast. And, and, and he's only a home brewer because he doesn't have the investors to, to to open up his own. And also he needs to graduate from business school first. And also he needs to graduate <laughs> first. But he's good at what he does. Right. So I know that the craft beer industry right now is booming and that's a wonderful thing. So many breweries are open. I've noticed in the, in the past in, like 10 in years. Chicago. Chicago is like a, like a mecca. Is it? It's insane. Like the number of, of beer bars and... Well, I understand, like, Milwaukee was more of a mecca at first. Well, I mean... You know what I, I just... Think, I think that Chicago is, has grown... Bigger? To exceed that, yeah. Oh, wow. The number of breweries here... I mean, I can... Try. I actually... You know what I was looking up yesterday, actually? Uh, I really don't like... I, I'm the kind of person who, if I want to do something, I usually sit my mind to it and do it. Yesterday, I looked up how to make hard liquor uh-huh. at home. I understand That's it's illegal. Dangerous. I understand it's illegal now. And dangerous. I didn't know it was dangerous. Well, I think it's dangerous. I think, you well, I think it depends on. Up. It's like meth. I think it depends on how you're going to do it. But what I didn't know is, all hard liquor, all spirits, start out as beer and wine. I didn't know that at all. I didn't know that either. Yeah, and really, uh, it goes through a distillery, which you can sort of build an at-home distillery. Although, again. If it's for the purpose of, of liquor, it's illegal. However, um, the only distillery in the USA that I know of that I, I looked up was in Wisconsin. No, wait, that's not true. There's more than one distillery, isn't there? In the entire United States? I think for vodka, there's only one in the United States, and that's in Wisconsin. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I and don't all follow the hard the, liquor. Well, I'm, I was just look, looking at it yesterday, and if I'm correct, I may not be, but uh, vodka... I kind of stumbled across vodka, first of all, because I like it, because it has no taste, flavor, and goes with anything, and secondly, <laughs> because out of all the spirits, it's it's known to be the easiest to make, or like huh. an Everclear, or like a Spiritus. It's all along the same, with different potency. But uh, I found out some interesting things. Number one, uh, vodka is usually made of grains or potatoes. I knew that. And I didn't know that. And I, I think the, uh, the Polish and the Russians both claim to originally be the makers of vodka. The Polish made the vodka with potatoes and the Russians made it with grains and uh, that's cool. But uh, you know what? It's a cool thing to think about but I don't know if I have the money, resources, or current expertise to even do something like that. That's the thing about spirits, I guess, or liquors, scotch. People will pay a thousand dollars. Literally, I've seen like bar menus um spirit menus whiskey scotch menus where people pay a thousand dollars for like a half ounce pour of a whiskey or a scotch it's got to be pretty good then i guess but the thing what i was reading though about it is people that have done this in their house like let's say you're making whiskey at your house if you want to dedicate like part of your garage to like a rig to do that um that's what you do with homebrewing you're looking at only paying like a couple dollars for a bottle in, yeah. in comparison to the 25 30 bucks you're paying for handle at the store. Yeah. And to me that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Mostly cuz I'm cheap. 
But uh, it'd be a cool project. If, if any of you listening out there... Know how to brew spirits. Know how to distill spirits. Distill spirits and uh, you want to kind of give us some info, they'd be great. I'm not going to do it. Um, but You know, Ask Dave's brother wanted to do that for a long time. Really? Yeah. Cool. Ask Matt. Ask Matt, yeah. <laughs> ask Dave and ask Matt. We'd have to invite Ask Matt, too, for BeerCast because he's... Can we they, call... ju- they just went to the Chicago Beer Festival. We're, you know what's going to happen, don't you? What? We're going to get drunk and call him Ask Matt. I hope so. He went to the beer we festival. Just, he Chicago did. Chicago Beer Festival. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Ask Dave invited me, and I went on their website looking when it's going to be and where it's going to be. If you go to their official website, it just says to be announced, to be announced. Oh, uh, well, it say was anything. last Saturday. Well, I know that, I know that was the well, date. Well, this previous Saturday. But it didn't yeah. say where it was going to be. It mentioned Union Station, but it didn't say any any more info. There was nothing on there. I, I don't know how. I don't know how you how you be a part of that then. I've heard in the past that it's not that great of a festival, but I imagine things could have changed. I personally had a fantastic and very fun barley wine tasting to attend, and then a <laughs> rock and roll concert. Rock and roll. So. Yeah, I really. Uh, you know Milwaukee Fest is coming up this summer fest? Uh-huh. That's really good for yeah. beer. I actually, I went there for a work function for the company that we all kind of worked at at some point. Uh, uh-huh. And they had me work in Summerfest last year. And let me just tell you that I did not know that Summerfest is about two things. Craft beer and music. I didn't even know. Yeah. And they've got more. And marijuana. Really? Well, I didn't, there's always a lot of reggae bands that play. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Well, it seems like. Well, I was there. Here's the thing. I was there during the day. And Milwaukee's a long drive, and I wasn't there with friends. I was all alone, so I could not enjoy Milwaukee's it. like an hour away, Frank. Like two hours away. It's like an hour away. Well, I was in traffic, though. Maybe that's <laughs> I just drove to Milwaukee two weeks ago. It was like an hour. <laughs> it's like, it like two hours for me in my <laughs> slow car. Frank's going 30 miles an hour. I, it, was, it, was th- <laughs> it was a couple days on my bike, <laughs> on my uh, Huffy. So, no, well, it was Frank's still. Frank's longboarding. It's, it's far. I felt really lonely. Cause like, right, you were lonely on the way to Milwaukee. I, w- I was lonely on the way there and back. And when I got there, it wasn't. I know it was for work, but I was working with people. I, I didn't know them at all. So yeah. it was really awkward. But I was just talking to today about it with my uh, girlfriend, and we are going to go this year. I don't know when, but we should all head up there. I would love to go. I went one time before I was 21 years old, and I'm pretty sure I drank Lining Kugel's Berry Weiss the whole time, which wasn't the greatest thing. That was my first beer. Really, ever? Ever, yeah. That's not, I mean, that's not a bad one to start with. Well, actually, like, actually I, I take that back. When I was seven, I accidentally had a sip of uh, Old Style. Oh. Which made me not want to ever drink at that time. It's authentically Krausen. Krausen. Yeah. What does that mean? It's actually, Kroisen? that's not even, yeah, it's, it's Kroisen, but It's Kroisen. It's K-R, it's spelled K-R-E-A-U-S-E-N-E-D. So when a, I don't, I don't think something can be authentically Krausen because well, there would I have to be an inauthentic way about it, but the Krausen is like it, it's like a foam ring that forms when a beer is fermenting. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. It's like a beer ferments and it lets off gases as the yeast convert the sugars into alcohol, and it you have like an airlock and the gas escapes, but it like bubbles. <laughs> I talk with my hands, Frank. Don't Are you part Italian? <laughs> And, um, as long as you don't do this, I'm good. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> you tasted the beer, and it's so good. You guys can't see what we're doing. We're doing that thing where you put all all of your like almost like you're, together. Almost, yeah, where you put like your a finger, mama mia. Like you're almost like 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 gonna take like a pinch of spices. Or like something. when you're gonna kiss it and then yeah yeah release and flare kiss it. and release. Cool. Well, yeah, actually, so so well, it still can't be authentically. Anyway, yeah, that was my first taste of beer when I was very little, it was. and it was accident because uh, I didn't know better when I was a certain age, so uh, I accidentally drank some of that, and that was no good. But my first beer that I was like, hey, let's try and drink some beer today, I'm 21, <laughs> fuck it, Yeah. that was very wise, because yeah. I was like, oh, I guess this looks good, and it wasn't bad, it's like a girly beer. I just finished a, finished a sur- Surly Furious. Surly Furious, how was it? Good. Good, very good. Yeah. They're out of Minnesota, my favorite brewery, probably. That's cool. Man, I'm so excited for this beer cast. I know, it's going to be fun. We pretty much just did it, so. No, we didn't. Did the there's so much more I know. beer. Yeah, there's, it's a fantastic and lovely, old, aged thing. So, if any of you listeners out there <laughs> know uh, your butt out of who would be a good guest for the podcast, let us know. 
<laughs> Let us know. We bring them on. Please, we please. We're we're running short on the following things. We're running short. We'd like to have a conservative guest. I want to hear both sides. I want to hear maybe someone who's religious, or maybe two birds with one stone. Get my mom on here. You get your mom? No, she would hate it. She would disown me. Would she? No, she would never disown me, but she wouldn't ap- appreciate what I was doing. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm, well Love you, mom. I think the best way to do it is maybe not bring someone like your mom. I think maybe you, somebody I our like age. I'm not bring my somebody, somebody our age, somebody that, that is sort of had similar experiences. Fuck it, I'm just going to put my boss on else. here. Oh my God. Uh, that'd be great. And, uh, you know, again, have any suggestions? You know, by the way, guys, uh, this this particular podcast is just me and Kat. We don't have a guest. It's just two hosts. Just us two. Uh, John isn't available again. He's having birth again. He's having constant birth. Poor guy. Um, I miss John. But another thing that I think we'd really enjoy receiving more suggestions on is um, topics. Yeah. Like, it's fun. To, like, we kind of, re- I think, well, I mean, we're this is, what, our fourth podcast. <laughs> but we seem to, like, revert back to the same... Yeah, for yeah, you know, it's it's difficult because I think we're still in the stage of forming our identity, right? And we don't necessarily want it to be super political, or we're super like smart radio or super anything. We just kind of this podcast. Everybody is is mainly just a bunch of friends hanging out. It is. It's a bunch of friends hanging out, and we want. I don't know. We do share some some very passionate opinions on things, and that's what I think should kind of make coming appearances but i don't think it, we should be structured around that because i think uh you know i, de- I definitely don't want to be associated with like some kind of i don't know one topic oh what are you guys about oh politics yeah you're just like everyone else we're not like that at all so you know we cover pretty broad subjects at a time so i think like a specific question or a specific suggestion yeah would and be I, a really positive and i think what would be cool too if you guys are on that if there's something specific uh, you'd like to ask us, or specific, that's fine. If, there, if we have guests or we have our hosts, we all have our areas of expertise. What would you say your area of expertise are? Cats. Death. Death. And beer. Beer. And music. And music. Punk rock. Punk rock. Punk music. Uh, so that's sort of like what Cat brings to the table, I think, for me. And blowjobs. And blowjobs. Uh, that's what you bring under the table. That's... Frank, you're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> you're so clever. Um, so, uh, for me, my expertise, uh, computers, technology, design. I, You know, I don't know if a lot of the listeners and stuff in Canada and whatever probably don't know that I, I sort of launched this whole thing myself with design, coding, all that shit. He is the mastermind. It, it, I don't. I don't think mastermind's a good word for it. He's a braggart. <laughs> no, I, I think. Um, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I, I, I see more myself more as a jack of all trades because I've, I've done a lot. Frank, you've spent more time on this podcast. Frank up, up, updates the blog I mostly do. because I don't know how to. I can. You want to? I would. I would be happy to do it. You just give me. Just install. Uh, well, we're, we're getting into that well, after yeah, the podcast. Uh, um, so <laughs> it's easy. He just knows right away what I. No, need no, exactly. It's so easy. But actually. Frank, okay, so Frank updates the blog. I do. Frank, we use Frank's computer. Yeah. <laughs> to record this. MacBook Pro, everybody. I don't have the internet, so we use either John <laughs> or Frank's internet because I live in. The well, actually, stone. even when we go to John's house, I still use my internet because he do- he doesn't have a wireless. Oh yeah. Router, okay, so, so we one hundred percent of the time use. Yeah. Frank's internet. Yeah. Um, he. Sets all the music. He cuts in right. So like I I, I cut all the music together. Everything. I try and smooth it out. And you can tell. By the way, you can tell I'm definitely an amateur with like putting the podcast together. I don't claim to be an expert. Uh, the only expertise I claim to have sometimes is a little bit of design expertise. I hope so because I went to college for yeah six years for it. But Frank did once Photoshop my face onto. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to. I want to. I want to fix that. I want to do something better. And then, I'll do that so tonight. if you, yeah, if you would do that of me and of, uh, with Bill Murray. Yeah, it has to be with, see, the, with Bill Murray. The problem was that at that another particular area of time, my expertise, or at least a very passionate <laughs> hobby of mine, is Bill Murray expert. Stalking and thinking about and I actually dreaming of Bill Murray. I am not as much of a super fan, but I definitely love Bill Murray. Well, everyone, I don't know that anybody doesn't love Bill Murray. Oh, that's true. Um, if I could just get maybe his people that don't like Bill him. Murray to touch my leg one day, <laughs> I'd be fine. Satisfied with life, yeah. bucket list. 
But no, so like my, my area of expertise is uh, I really do like to sort of uh, do everything. So I, I do the podcast, so that's audio. I do the design, which is visual. Uh, I do all the coding for like the podcast and shit, which, you know, it sounds easy. But if you've never done it before, it can get really coding sounds tricky. Very um, so I do all that. And then outside of the things that are directly related to the podcast, I find myself to be someone who's a bit of a foodie. I love food. I love cooking. I don't love cooking, but I love food. I absolutely love food. I absolutely love cooking. Uh, I think we're both animal experts, animal lovers. I yeah. sure am. I, I'm especially, I feel, uh, sort of someone who is an expert in sort of birds and stuff. You maybe bird not. bird-watching book right up here. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, my dad is actually uh, someone who has loved birds all of his life, raised birds and parrots and shit an entire life, and has has had pigeons for racing and stuff. It's a whole nother podcast, but uh, so I have that uh, under my wing, I guess. Uh, let's see what else. Cereal expert. You like, are cereal. Like, like breakfast cereal. Uh, <laughs> I can make ramen into anything. I can make so many different kinds of ramen. Ramen turkey. <laughs> Ramurkey. Turk rom. Turkum. Turkum. <laughs> that sounds like a sexual. Well, I wasn't th- thinking of that, but okay. Oh boy. Uh, let's see what else. I fancy myself a video gamer. I'm not a video gamer. Well, I that's, read that's, though. If but that's your reader. Reading, okay, above all else, above beer, above music, and above Bill Murray. So I guess my life was death cats reading. Okay. Beer, music, Bill Murray. I might have to. I don't know if I can put mine in an order right now, unless I really like sat down. But, uh, but I, I do enjoy reading. I do read every single day. I don't think that since I began to be able to read at age five that I a day has gone by where I haven't read oh, that's, a book. There's been many days for me. Honestly, not I, I highly doubt that a single day has passed that wow. I've not read some sort of book. Cool. Um, well, so see, that's, any, that's what makes it beautiful, though, because we have different... You love to read, I love video games. Right? <laughs> book recommendations, I would appreciate if you would like any book recommendations. What about John? What, what is he... What's his... Oh, John. John is... What's his expertise and what can he bring? What does he bring to the podcast? Humor. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. John's well, he, hilarious. The thing about John is this: I love John. He's like a he's like a pseudo brother of mine. John is someone who it's it's weird because he's sort of like personality wise, he's maybe like one of the coolest people I've ever met. In oh yeah, life. the nicest guy. De- ever. Definitely like the ever. the most nice person that will welcome you and be your friend when and high five you and high five you and you know what he really is sort of sensitive in the way that he do you want some, do you want like half a beer, or you want to split a beer? if you want to split one that's fine uh but john like uh he he's sort of the kind of guy who he'll be there for you when you need him and that's something that i can't even say about myself i'm flaky as hell yeah you are flaky. i am really flaky and i'm not proud of it do you want a glass I'm gonna pour my half into the glass. You no, know. if you're gonna do glass, I'll take bottle. Um, but no, I am really flaky. You know that about me, right? Yeah, I know. But that. With, and John can be flaky too. But when you need John, John is there for you. Uh, and I think, even if he doesn't necessarily have something that's jumping out at me right now, it smells good. Wow, that smells really good. What oh my this? god! I haven't had one Why, why are you giving me this fancy beer? Don't worry about it. Just try it. If you don't like it drink it anyway. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> it's kind of sour. What kind of drugs did you put in here? Rehypnol. Cool. Getting back to John, though. Um, what was I going to say? He He's actually probably capable of being someone's friend a lot more than anyone I know. Uh-huh. And that is something really to be celebrated, because like, I don't know anyone like John. So I do think he's an expert in some things. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I don't know what they are. You know them a lot better than I do. Oh, God. You tell me, besides John being an awesome friend. John knows a whole lot about photography. He does. Um, and John knows how to do, like, a lot of interesting things. Like, you talk about, like, a dra- jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. Like, he can do, like, a lot of different things. Like, one time he punched a hole in our wall. Yeah. And then he, like, drywalled it. Oh, that's cool. Like, you know. <laughs> punched, he punched up. Well, so he, his, his, he's also enraged. He's never, hardly enraged, ever. This was like a one-time thing. Um, he 
rolls his own cigarettes, which I think is cool. He takes the time to do that. Okay, I think we're still going. Keep going. Um, yeah, we're still going. Sorry, guys, my screensaver turned on. We're good. Cool. <laughs> the beer. Sorry, Frank. He rolls his own cigarettes. He rolls his own cigarettes. Um, I know he's recently been writing music. Wow. Tuna has been writing music. Um, you know what? I he do plays think, the saxophone. I do think he's a good writer. He I is. Do think, oh, yeah. I think he's a great writer. I think uh, I've seen him. I think he has a journal that he keeps or something Let's like that. Let's read it on air. No, I would never do I would that never to do that either. I would, I am, that's evil. Um, John also plays the saxophone. Um, he's really good at doctoring up a pizza, frozen pizza. Doctoring up a pizza? Like a frozen pizza, like when you take the frozen pizza, but then you put other stuff on Oh, okay, cool. That's got to be talent, because it comes frozen. I'm sure some of the stuff may not be. Well, yeah, but you just put it on there, but he's good at it. He knows it tastes good together. John's also a very good cook. Like, You know what? I think John is sort of uh, resourceful. Mm-hmm. He really, like, you put him in a situation, he might stress about it, but he's going to get out of there. Oh, yeah. He's sort of like, I don't know. It's hard, because... A lot of people think of, like, well, what are you good at? What are your expertise? A lot of people think, like, the only thing that you can say or use are, like, really practical things. And that's fine. But John knows a lot of shit that a lot of people may not think of off the bat. He's got a very artistic mind, too. Yeah. He does. He really does. And he's got a, he's got a, a glorious, glorious taste in music as far as I'm concerned. I think you guys have much better taste in music than I do. Um, obviously, it's all subjective, but... Um, so that's John. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Jimmy, who, who I like to think of as a co-host. I think we, we kind of should have a structure where if one of us is out, somebody should sub. Yeah. So I think for John, his sub is Jimmy, which is excellent. I think if I'm out, we should have Jackie sub, which is kind of be difficult because if I'm out, then there's no computer. Yeah. But you guys could use your phone to record <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Um, but then who's going to be your sub? I don't know probably be better off without me. No, no, no. <laughs> you could have, like, Kristen as your sub or something. Uh, I just want you to pull some random guy off the street whenever I need a sub. Oh, man. If we lived in the city, I would have homeless on the podcast. They've got some good shit to say. They do. They really do. Could you imagine? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying homelessness is great in a lot of respects, but in one respect, you get as much time as you want just to sit there and meditate and be with your thoughts. And that's something beautiful. And freeze. Well, no, that's what I'm not talking about, though. (laughs) I'm talking about, like, I don't know what kind of a person you are. For me, sometimes, I really just need to meditate a little bit on stuff. And sit in silence and just think and, and, you know, allow thoughts to just add in my head, add up to something that I could deal with. Does that make sense at all? Yes. And I get, it's the way I relax. What's that? Should do yoga. I do. Powder P90X. Oh. It hurts like a bitch. I love yoga. Yoga I fire. Well, I just don't pay $15 for a class. I don't. Yoga's really good. Um, here's another thing that, that I'd like to introduce to the podcast. This is not something uh, that... It could be something that could be turned into something cool. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm overweight. Uh... And I've tried a lot of diets that have worked. I've lost a lot of weight on a lot of different diets, but uh, I'd like to try something new. If any of you guys have any ideas that aren't illegal? <laughs> we should follow your weight loss, Frank. It'll motivate no, you. I don't know. It'll give you motivation. I think that that might be too personal for the podcast. I think it could be your cause for celebration every week. <laughs> well, I've already actually been losing weight because I, I was already... Well, see, the problem was uh, I used to work somewhere, and I'm now no longer with the company. And although I have other jobs that are better for me that particular job that I used to have that was not good for me I was a lot more physical so when I left I went from like being on my feet for 10-12 hours to nothing (laughs) so obviously I gained back some weight and uh, you know whenever you leave a job and stuff you do kind of for the next month or two you do splurge a little bit just to be like fuck you and whatever before you kind of I think that's natural so um, I don't know We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out but what else you got? About what? I don't know. What do you think we're going to be tackling next time? To give you a little 
I'm give a little preview. It's gonna be me, you, and Jimmy. I so hope that I can make it. I don't know for sure. Okay. Well, if anything, it'll be me and Jimmy. Like, oh man. Huey. He scared me. Uh, if anything, it'll be me and Jimmy. If yeah. not, if no one else, and th it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be something like this. Only, I think it'll be more political because Jimmy is very passionate about his politics. Mm -hmm. He's knowledgeable. He is very, and, and you know, just to run down his expertise really quick. He's someone who is very. Uh, he's like very a very smart person, uh. Uh, and he is very uh, not only smart with knowledge. But very emotionally smart as well, I believe. He's very, uh... And it's weird because when you first meet him in person, if you ever do, he kind of comes off as being a little shy. Uh -huh. A little bit. But once you get to talking to him, once he's comfortable with you, uh, once you get to know him, Jimmy can be one of the coolest people to hang out with. Like, no joke. So, uh... Yeah, he's alright, I guess. I would really... If I was gay, I'd be gay for him. One of the people I'd be gay for. There's a long list, apparently. <laughs> Frank. What? I'm worried about you. Why are you worried? I'm not... you're going to hell for being gay. No, I'm not gay, though. I'm straight. No, you're secretly no, gay. No, no, no. Like you gay. need to admit it, and you need to cure it. <laughs> cure it. <laughs> I'm going to exercise you. No, I... you are going to exercise you. That's the thing. <laughs> Didn't... Whatever. No, I, uh, Whatever. I... <laughs> I'm not gay, and... Uh, Frank has a very lovely girlfriend. I do have a very lovely girlfriend who I love very, very much, and uh, I like lady parts too much to be gay. Yeah, I say? don't have a girlfriend, though. We got a... We got, okay, <laughs> uh, so we're closing the podcast. Um, uh, uh, see you guys next time. Uh, we're going to bring some good stuff for you, and uh, I think at some point we might have uh, a special podcast for subscribers. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, we'll have a little fan club. So, all right, guys, uh, we'll see you next time, and drive safe, and don't drink too much, uh, you know, play it safe, and uh, listen to your mom. Listen, always listen to your yes, mom. Yes, always listen to your mom, she knows best, don't be stupid. Frank listens to your mom in the bedroom, so. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>